0: Hello, welcome back to another episode of the Leading Yourself podcast. I want to start this episode today by sending a big thank you to Colleen. Colleen is an usual listener of the Leading Yourself podcast, and she reached out to me asking me if I could put together a podcast episode with tips to help people become more comfortable with self-promoting. Colleen had a career discussion recently, and that was one feedback that was given to her. And she's not alone. This is something where women especially, we struggle more, but applies for anyone. If you are struggling with being comfortable, self-promoting yourself, putting yourself out there, talking about your accomplishments, this episode is for you. My goal is to share with you the tools, tips, and tricks to help you in your journey. So let's dig in into today's episode. I've had the opportunity and the honor throughout my career to mentor women over the years, and one area that many of them have shared that they want to get more comfortable at or where they have feedback around getting better is that self-promoting themselves. Don't get me wrong, I don't want to generalize here. I think this is true for both men and women, but for some reason seems to be more common among women. Many studies have been conducted that support this idea that women are less less comfortable to self-promote themselves. Some studies even state that this is one of the reasons that fuels the gender gap that we have today. So today, I don't want to talk about the gender gap, But I do want to acknowledge that self-promotion is an essential tool for career advancement, whether you're in a job or in a performance review or just networking. And I want to share some ideas on what you can do and where you can start to feel more comfortable with self-promoting yourself. Before I dig into ways to become better and more comfortable at self-promoting, I want to make sure I state that the very first step always is to perform and deliver. I believe that it is not possible to promote something that is not there. On the other hand, I also believe that we need to look and assess ourselves and our performance and our contributions realistically. What do I mean by this? What I mean is that we should not see things better than they are, but we should also not see things worse than they are. Women, Since we were talking about the differences in gender, women tend to see their own performance more critically than men. There was a study done a few years ago by HBR that found a large gender gap in self-promotion with men rating their performance up to 33% higher than equally performing women. If you're interested to see this study, I will put a link on the comments of this podcast episode so you can see all the details. Okay, now having set the basis of the fact that the first thing that we need in order to start working in getting more comfortable with self-promoting ourselves is performance. We need to perform and deliver. And assuming that we're performing in our current roles, here are 10 tips, 10 strategies that have helped me, and I hope can help you as well in becoming more comfortable self-promoting yourself. So let's dig in. Number one is self-awareness. I believe this is key and also at the foundation. Just like performance, self-awareness is one of those foundational things that need to be there in order for us to be able to work in self-promoting ourselves. It's key that we are well self-aware of both our strengths and our opportunities for development. What are you really good at? Where do you struggle or do you need extra support or continue to grow that. We definitely don't want to downplay our areas of development and growth, but when it comes to self-promoting ourselves, we're going to want to focus on our strengths and on the things that we do well, on those areas where others can see us as experts. Number two, promote others before you promote yourself. People who struggle to self-promote themselves typically talk more in terms of we than they do in terms of I. That is great because it demonstrates that you value teamwork and the people in your team. That being said, if you only talk in terms of we, it's difficult for others to see what your role in the team achievement was. It's important to find a balance between we and I. I encourage you to continue to promote other people, their capabilities, and their achievements. As you promote others, they will also promote you. On the other hand, try to be mindful of when you're promoting others and when you're using we versus I just out of a level of comfort. If you struggle to use I statements, here's my tip for you. I like to start with we statements. I like to start talking about the team. And then I transition to explain what role I played in the team. At the beginning, it took intentional self-reflection and practice because it just didn't come natural to me. But over time, I've developed a habit and technique and I started to get easier and easier to the point that now it comes natural. What I like about this approach is that you don't come as bragging. You don't minimize the team effort or the individual contributions of other team members, but at the same time, you self-promote yourself. Explaining what is exactly the role that you played in that success, in that accomplishment. Number three, don't assume everyone knows what you're working on or what you have accomplished. I find that one reason why we struggle to self-promote is because we believe that in order to grow and advance in our careers, we need to put our heads down, work hard, and we assume that if we do that, others around us are going to notice it and they will recognize our work. That certainly describes me and I think a lot of other people. Many times we assume that our boss, our colleagues, and others in the organization that we work know exactly what is that we're working on and what is that we have accomplished. Because it's clear for us, we assume it's clear for others. One thing that has helped me is to change my assumption. And rather than assume they that they know, I assume they don't. When I assume that they don't know what is that I'm working on, it's much easier for me to explain what is that I'm working on and what is that I have accomplished so far in those projects or in those activities. And as I do that, I am self-promoting myself in a way, but it doesn't feel like I am. Number four. Stop downplaying your role. The words that we use to communicate and to explain our role, our job, has a big impact on how we present ourselves, the value that our role has, the impact that we're making in the organization. Many times we downplay our roles unintentionally. If I ask you right now, if you have ever downplayed your role, your answer most likely is going to be no. But pay attention on how you present yourself and your role to others next time that you introduce yourself to someone. Have you ever used expressions like, I just do, or I'm just? Let me share with you a real life example. I met a great woman a few years ago at a networking industry event. Like many of these events, we were sitting at round tables and we had to introduce ourselves, so we went around the table. Since it was an industry event, most people introduced themselves using their job title. It was a very diverse group in our table. They were BPs of project management and sales and engineering managers, directors of human resources. As we went through the table, she was the last one um, to introduce herself. And she said, I'm just an administrative assistant. As the conversation get going and we got into matter, I was most impressed by her points of view, and her great storytelling skills. She was by far the person that most impressed me on that table. But did you notice what just happened? She downplayed her role by saying, I'm just an administrative assistant. I'm sure we all unconsciously, to some extent, disregard her for a minute. By using that simple expression, I'm just, she lost self-confidence immediately. She was telling herself, I'm not enough. I'm not as good as them. This came apparent because for the first 30 minutes or so of our discussion, she didn't say anything. Her body language was clearly demonstrating that she wasn't confident or comfortable being on that group. When I saw her making herself small with her body language, I turned to her and asked her, what do you think? She started talking very quietly, but as she kept going, her true self came out and, wow, she was impressive. So as you're listening to this story, you might feel identified and you might be wondering, how can I stop downplaying my role? You can practice getting out of this habit by starting, first of all, stating your full title and throwing a few impressive details next time someone asks what you do. Not only can this make you feel more comfortable about the importance of what you do, but it can also open the door for possible career growth depending on who you're talking to. Number five, talk about your career accomplishments as well as your personal ones. I believe that we are one person. Yes, we play different roles in our lives, but we can't separate our professional self from our personal self. We tend to avoid talking about our personal life at work and vice versa. We try to keep these roads separate from each other. My tip for you is totally the opposite. It might be easier for you to talk about your accomplishments outside of work, whatever they are. Typically, those things are things that are deeply passionate about, that are important to you. Maybe you coach for your kid's sport team. Maybe you teach on Sunday school at church, or maybe you have a podcast or a blog. I believe that talking about those things is very important for many reasons, but some of them, just to mention three. One, typically it's easier to self-promote yourself in these areas that are not work-related topics. Number two, because you're passionate about those things, that passion translates into your stories and it takes them to the next level. And number three, many of the skills that help us achieve those things outside of work, in our personal lives, are skills that are transferable to our professional roles. So start sharing more about those personal accomplishments as well as your career accomplishments next time you have a discussion about your career or any kind of discussion. Number six, look for a sponsor. Sometimes we need just a little push. I have been fortunate to come across people in my career that have given me that push. They have started the conversation about something I did and break the ice, sort of say, for me, so I could naturally jump into the conversation and feel more comfortable talking about my achievements and my work. I like to think of these individuals as my sponsors. But what is a sponsor anyway? We talk a lot about having a mentor, but I don't think we talk as much about having a sponsor. These two individuals play different roles and they're both very important in helping us in advancing our careers. The main difference between the two is that a mentor, main role is to advise you while a sponsor advocates for you. I personally believe As I said, that we need both. When it comes to self-promoting and helping us become more comfortable doing it, my personal opinion is that a sponsor is the right person to help us. Not sure where to start to find a sponsor? Here's a great article on how you can find a sponsor. You can find the link to this article in the notes of this podcast. Number seven, focus on serving others versus selling yourself. The main reason why self-promoting feels uncomfortable is because it feels like we are selling ourselves. I mentioned that one basic premise before we are in a position to start self-promoting ourselves is to perform and deliver. I feel that if you're not performing, and you try to self-promote yourself, it would always feel salesy. The other thing that has helped me not to feel salesy is to focus on serving others versus selling myself. By serving others, we many times self-promote ourselves without feeling like we are doing it. Let me share an example. This podcast my personal vision with this podcast is to inspire others and help them grow. That is my passion. This is something that I do on my free time. It's not part of my job. When I started this podcast, um, I feel uneasy with the idea of sharing it in LinkedIn. Mainly because LinkedIn is a platform where I present my professional self, where people can see what is my job and my job, my work history. I was afraid of how it could come across. But when I stopped for a minute and went back to my personal vision and my mission to leave a legacy, to inspire others, to help others grow personally and professionally, and I realized that LinkedIn was the perfect platform to do that. When I started posting and advertising my podcast and my blog post, my only objective with that was to reach to more people so I could help more people. Turns out that by serving others without intending it, Or planning it, I was becoming, I was starting to self promote myself. It became a self promoting mechanism. A lot of people had reached out to me on my professional life because of my podcast, because of my blog post, because they see the skills that I demonstrate while doing this podcast and they were able to transfer those in the professional space. Tip number eight, build your network. I personally find that it's much easier for me to talk about my work with people that I know than with complete strangers. As a good introvert, it takes some time for me to become comfortable talking to people that I don't know, especially when I'm trying to self-promote myself. Constantly investing time in expanding and nourishing your network is key to create the environment for you to feel more comfortable sharing and speaking up. The other great benefit from building your network is that There will be more people that will be talking about you, about your work and your contributions. And by expanding your network, you will be gaining more sponsors. Tip number nine, be you, do you, stay authentic. I feel that I have to say this, but none of all the things that I just mentioned matter if you don't stay true to yourself. Be you and do you. When you try to be someone else, to come across a certain way that is not truly yourself, when you try to sell something on which you don't believe in, none of the tips that I just share will help you. And you will be left out, frustrated, drained out, and lost. As someone once said, I would rather lose being myself then wean trying to become someone i'm not when you are yourself and you do you success will come stay true to yourself while you step out of your comfort zone and continue to evolve that is the key finally number 10 be a sponsor to others and encourage others to share their stories Last but not least, paid forward. I can assure you that you're not the only one struggling to self-promote yourself. So be a sponsor for others. Encourage others to share their stories and their accomplishments. Nothing, nothing will compare to the level of satisfaction and fulfillment that you will feel when you're able to help others. And as you help others, what you'll notice is that When you make a positive impact in others, those people will become in return your sponsors. They will talk about you. They will talk about your accomplishments. They will talk about the way you impact them, the way you help them. And that will help you become more comfortable as well in self-promoting yourself and talking about your work and the impact that you're making in others and in your organization. So those are my 10 tips on how to become more comfortable at self-promoting yourself. I hope that you found one or two ideas of things that you can try for yourself to help you become more comfortable and start speaking up about You and the great things that you are doing, the great impact that you are making in others, in the organization that you work, in the world around you. Remember, when we talk about impact, it doesn't have to be grandiose things that you're doing, every little thing counts. So, with that, as always, I want to ask you that if you like this episode, that you go to iTunes, Apple Podcasts, and you leave me a review. If you have ideas of topics that you would like me to cover, just like Colleen, reach out to me at leadingyourself@icloud.com. That is leadingyourself@icloud.com and I will take on those topics and try to put out something for a future episode of this podcast. And with that, I hope you have a great day and I'll see you again on another episode of the Leading Yourself podcast.